Welcome to the XYZ Podcast. I am your millennial producer, Tony. Joining me as always are co-host Gen X Brian. Hello. And Gen C Winston. What it do? Oh. Oh. Hmm. Yup. Oh. Oh. So Gentlemen. <laughs> no, I'm doing that so I can... I, this is episode number six, and I just realized we have not given proper credit to our friend and associate producer, Dewan for the mm. intro music. That's right. So good. He's so, he's done such a phenomenal job doing stuff in the background. Yeah. With the intro music, the clips for social media. That was my bump into the music in the background. That was what the, was, uh, the, the grunts were for. And what was that thing that Dewan always do? It's like... Baby, <laughs> we we gotta add like a sound clip of the one just saying that. That would be hilarious. Uh, Winston's wanting a sound effects board, like every Good Morning talk oh, show. I would love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> various various sound effects. Secondly, I wanted to tell you guys on the way home. I was listening to the Scrubs podcast. I'm way behind on it. I'm like in February of real time, and we're in June, so I've been playing catch up for for years. But I love that podcast. They referenced jumping the shark. And whilst they were talking about jumping the shark, they did some digging and found that the term jumping the shark was used in 1985 by a journalist. So it goes back to 1985 discussing the 1977 episode mm. of Happy Days okay. where the Fonz indeed jumps the shark in his leather coat. Yeah, I just thought it was funny. Granted, they've already said it, but the fact that they were talking about the same thing and I didn't even realize it. I'll tell you this, though. I do have a follow up to that story. I finally caught somebody saying that in the wild. Yeah, really? Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't actually somebody saying it, but it was a comment on Reddit. And somebody said that I think about the <laughs> new uh, the new Flash movie or something like that. That is it's, it's the type of place I would expect someone to to refer to. Jump the on, right, right. The millennials mm-hmm. live on Reddit. Well, there you mm-hmm. go, though. Now we've educated you. So you're exactly. like, I, to- I totally get that yeah. reference. I was like, oh, I know that. I totally understood that. <laughs> you're going to insert that clip of uh, Captain America saying, uh, I understood that reference right there. I, I understood that reference. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I got, uh, I anyway, got sorry. I, yeah, I was going to say, sorry. I had to get that out of the way. That was on the top of my mind this evening. Yeah, definitely got to give Dewan a good shout out there. I, I, got, a, I got a couple topics here to talk with tonight. So I'm going to turn us here first to this one. Winston. Yes. Why why does everybody record TikToks in their car? <laughs> why is that? Why is your driver's seat the new studio? <laughs> it, it, totally it drives is. me nuts that just like I would say three to four uh, of every <laughs> 10 TikToks I swipe past. It's someone sitting in their car. I have like two theories about this. The first theory being it's a safe space. All right. So like you don't, don't start now, that's a whole nother topic. We gotta the, the phrase safe space also drives me nuts. That's not that's not a thing and it shouldn't be a thing. Well, but, nobody's there to judge you, so that's why it's a safe space. It's safe. You can but do so you is your bedroom. Why can't you go in your bedroom and close the door? That's the follow-up to the second thing. A okay. lot of people still live with their parents. That's why they're like, Oh, I can't be loud, I can't scream, I can't curse and stuff. <laughs> But they can do it in their car. So it's gotcha. like, it's a comfort thing. I was okay. Like. I mean, that's a solid explanation. I remember like for work, you'd have to get like a profile picture for your Outlook account or whatever. You, you know, a coworker was always commenting, like, why is everybody taking a selfie in their car? <laughs> I guess you're going somewhere. I don't know. The car is the last place I would think of to take a picture of myself. Yeah, no, I, uh, I try to not. If I'm taking a, a picture for anything, I try to not do it in my car. I just feel like it's a little 
It's a little rude and weird. I try to find yeah, it's like totally a, weird. Yeah, I, I try to find like a blank there's wall. Space. I don't yeah, feel like there's too. enough space in a car. Yeah. And um, then you had the influx of uh, social media fast food commercials. Uh, all oh, these in people. cars. Yeah, they're That's all in right, cars. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. granted, I, I, you, I eat in cars for sure. And I, I you know, yeah. usually if you're on a road trip, the occasionally if I'm traveling somewhere and I, I'll pull over and I'll eat in my car. Not often, though. Not as often yeah. as the commercials would lead you to believe. I, I Everybody's do, eating in their car, according to the commercials. I think the one that I do really like when they do one of those is uh, Sonic. Sonic does a really good like commercial. These two guys just eating in their car. Are you t- are you kidding me? Those guys are so annoying. I want to punch them in the face. They're uh, long gone. Those those guys oh, really? have been in the Sonic commercials for a couple years now. I don't know oh, what really? happened with them, but <laughs> they're they're no longer there. But Sonic's also set up to be like, come park your car at this yeah, spot or through the window sit here and eat speaking of sonic you guys remember when they used to have people rollerblades to your to deliver your food yes i do i always yeah. heard that but i never actually saw it in the wild but I, I must say that even when so when i moved to orlando that was the first time i had experienced or knew that there were sonics around but i didn't eat there a lot they have a killer chili dog Ooh, yes, they it's, do. It's so good. It's, it's so, just good trash food. Yeah. It's just like, you know, you're like a bug going there. That's how I look at Crystal. But yeah, but OK, so mm-hmm. this is a question I have for you, Tony. Crystal or White Castle? White Castle. OK. Isn't it the same thing? They're the same restaurant almost intentionally because <laughs> they were both. There was two brothers that had a feud and they split and basically one took one condiment and the other took the other condiment. So White Castle, you've got ketchup on them. Crystal, you've got mustard. So that can be really divisive already. But I've learned if you go on their app at Crystal... You can just substitute the mustard for ketchup. And just, <laughs> I, I was you just, just making it do a White Castle burger anyways. You go, oh, this is pretty, it's pretty close. Yeah, I was sadistic. just going to ask about that. I was going to yep. be like, could you go in there and be like, hey, man, I would love to have the sliders. But Clearly with, you can. Yeah. Not only that, you can order it on the app like that. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. funny. So you grew up eating uh, White Castle. Uh, so there was neither of those near me. Oh, I didn't. I didn't had... Those were like a special treat if I drove past one. I never had White Castle until I was probably in my mid twenties. Driving, driving to my now wife's house in New York, I passed a White Castle, and I'm like, I think that's like six miles off the highway, but we're going. Wait, <laughs> like wait. I'm going out of the way because I found one. Yeah, that's that's funny because that, that's how old I was when I had my first White Castle too. I think I was 21 to 22, so not too was long. That, ago. that was your first tiny burger. Was a White yeah, Castle? It was, oh. Yeah, it was. It was in um, Florida, uh, down in Orlando. Wait, yes. there's no White Castle. Yes, there's, there is. Yeah, there is. I there's know exactly where the White Castle oh is in gosh. Orlando. Yep, it's by the port, the Portillos. What? Yes, yeah. it's in front of the Portillos. Yeah, yeah exactly. Are you telling me that there's a White Castle and a Portillos in Orlando, Florida? Yep. I lived Within in that walking town. distance of yep. each other, Brian. Oh yep. my gosh! I oh, you in that could get town. you could get a good sandwich and then go eat a trash <laughs> sandwich. It <laughs> within a few yards. You can get oh. you can get a really wet and slimy sandwich and a really that. dry one. <laughs> I also want that. Hold on, you could get a really wet sloppy sandwich and you could get a Portillo sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Yes. Oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, um, I, yeah, I I do like to consider myself a trash food connoisseur. Yeah. When, when, did, the, I, when did that arrive in Orlando? It looks pretty new. To be yeah. fair, wow. it doesn't look too run down yet, so it's got to be new. <laughs> And here's so, here's the best part. Here's the best part. You can finish eating that, and then within walking distance, there's an Italian ice cream spot. I don't know if you've had it, Tony. It's I've gelato. Not. It's really freaking good. 
Where is this in Orlando? Tony, you know more about this place. I would say it's five to ten minutes off of Disney property. Yeah. It's it's close. It's close. Yeah, I think it's near like a Publix or something. I forgot where it was. Well, Publix is from Florida, so they're everywhere. Yeah, that that doesn't help. That was on me. (laughs) Yeah, Publix are like Kroger in Florida, you know. (laughs) Well, that's crazy. I lived there until 2002 and there was no White Castle. nor. So what happens? Like, are they arch nemesis of Crystal? (laughs) I don't think so. I think they just like split territory. I could be, I'm just talking out of my rear end here. I think, yeah, I just think they go, hey, if there's this one here, then we're not going to put one of our locations there. You don't sell your tiny hamburgers on this side of town, you hear? So, (laughs) filling in some context, I looked it up. It's off of Palms Parkway, Brian, if you know where that is. I do not. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I looked it up then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need additional landmarks to figure out where you're talking about. But All right. wow, yeah. that's that's cool, though. That's I, that's good to know. I've not eaten White Castle in probably 10 years, but I will still swear that it's a superior tiny onion sandwich. I love yes. the crystal onions. It's Agreed. so freaking good. Well, a, again, Ryan, you, you can get it now. You just got to sup on the mustard with ketchup. Yeah, I've had no problem with Crystal. I mean, it's it's fine. But if if I'm going to, you know, normally both times of eating both White Castle and or Crystal is after you've been drinking all night and it seems like a good idea to go through the drive through. I mean, that's that's really their core audience, or at Listen, least that's I, that's how I've eaten them. <laughs> I agree. It's it's just poor judgment, but I've got that generally. I don't I'll, need to be drinking. <laughs> I'll do you so one I, better. A Sunday afternoon is a good time for Crystal. <laughs> I'll do you one better. This is this is the go to place for me and my friends when we're like real shit face. We'll go to a cookout. Either a cookout Ooh. or oh, yeah. or if we're in the mood for some entertainment, we'll find a really, really trashy Waffle House and then we'll go to that one. Hey, man, listen, I'm going to I'm going to stick up and stand up for Waffle House. <laughs> I was very not anti Waffle House, but I had no interest in those type of restaurants. And now <laughs> since I've been in the South for a while, I will absolutely go to blows about talking smack about Waffle House. Way Waffle over. House is fantastic. It's a good, consistent chain of a greasy spoon. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. it's it is a marvel of the restaurant world. Yeah, it and really and, and you could possibly get in a knife fight, yeah. or you could run it, have a run in with Kid Rock. I mean, the, the <laughs> possibilities are endless after hours yeah. at the Waffle right. House. Open twenty four hours. Anthony Bourdain praised Waffle yes, House. Yes, he did. <laughs> he Goodness did. Sakes, he totally the man, did. That, the man yeah. was surprised. He goes, "I could get hash browns and a T bone steak." <laughs> oh man, uh, my I favorite love- thing. My favorite thing about Waffle House is when you roll up in the middle of the night and they're just like yeah sorry we're doing a smoke break so you're gonna have to come back in like 30 minutes <laughs> it's like you could just put out your cigarette what's happening nope, and it no nope. it oh, man hey, i love those it. people those people work hard yeah i, I love a waffle house what, what do you what do you call them essential workers <laughs> they <laughs> you know, are the nurses the doctor and wayho employees <laughs> yeah, hey that's that is a thing that and i want to say definitely down here probably in florida yeah they will look at waffle houses to see like mm. How bad the weather is. Like if the no. Waffle House is closed, you need to stay home. <laughs> That's right. Who calls it? Do, do people really call it Wayho? That's what the kids call it. The kids know. call it Wayho? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, man. sort of. I don't know. I know I call it Wayho, but like. I feel like that's calling it Hotlanta. Like nobody calls it that. <laughs> nobody. Nobody seriously calls it that. Have right. some respect. That's it. Well, that's an out of town saying. It's, it's yeah. either, you know, the ATL, the yeah. A. Hotland. So it's always like it's always like, oh, I, I want to come down to Hotlanta one day. I'm like, shut up, Steve. You know what's wrong with you? Yeah, no, you just proved you shouldn't come here. Thanks. Yeah, exactly. Get out of here. What's wrong <laughs> with you? 
Steve. Yeah, when, freaking Steve, man. Steve. God, we need Jesus. him to go streaking. We need him to stop talking about Hotlanta. Steve, yeah. <laughs> Steve, Steve is the fall guy. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of fall guys, uh-huh. that's a good segue. You didn't even know this. Yeah. I want to hear about some good childhood injuries. Ah. Uh... <laughs> All right, I can start. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right, so I have a... Uh, you guys can see it since it's more on camera here. I have a giant scar. Let's please oh. note this is the 75th time Winston's referred to having a visual podcast. <laughs> almost like It's almost like we should start recording this on a camera. Mm. Who knows? I have a giant scar down my forehead. Like Harry uh, Potter. Yeah, like Harry Potter. And it, it's even funnier when I have the circle glasses, the little round glasses. <laughs> and I got that when I was about eight or nine years old. I was in third grade. And this is, you know, young, young Winston in Vietnam. And so it was, uh, we were sitting in class. <laughs> my, my favorite YouTube short, yeah. young Winston in Vietnam. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so I was sitting in class and I had a buddy at the time and he was, me and him, we, we hang out all the time during recess. So I, I passed him a note. I was like, hey, when recess start, I'm going to chase you. So just run. So he was like, okay, gave me a thumbs up. All of a sudden the bell rang. I looked at him. He just takes off. Tony, you seen like anime. You know how they have those giant long hallways? Yeah. It was kind of like that. So I was chasing this kid down the hallway. And in, in this hallway, they have like rock pillars. And these rocks are, it's a little rough on the edges. It's not like, it's not smoothed and out or whatnot. It's not cement. It's like actual like stones. And um, to school in a cave? Oh, it's like, Vietnam. So yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, so yeah. This is anyways. also coming from the guy who just sent a note that would have got him sent to jail now. <laughs> Imagine sending somebody a note at anywhere past the age of 12 going, run, I'm going to run. <laughs> so keep this all in context. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so so I'm chasing him. I'm chasing my buddy. Let's call him Steve. So I'm chasing No, we Steve. have too many Steves. You're going to really confuse everybody. All right, fine. What's the John name of Vietnam? See, I didn't live there long enough to know a lot of people. You were there for 11 years. Yeah, I was a child. Okay, John. Okay, what's let's call him, just call him let's, John. Let's call him John. Yeah, I was okay. chasing John. I was chasing John, and then I got really close to him. I'm like within like arm's reach of him. Out of nowhere, in the corner of my eye, I saw a kid put his foot like right out in front of where I was sprinting <laughs> to. John here noticed it, jumped over it. I tried to jump, but then my foot got caught on his foot. Which then send me tumbling, <laughs> right? I'm trying to regain my balance here. <laughs> and for whatever reason, I went in a, an angle. So I then faces the rock pillar that I mentioned before. And then fell in like right in front of it. Didn't slam into it, which would have been a better idea had I just slammed into it and stopped myself. I fell in front of it. And as I fell, like my head got cut by the edge of the pillar oh so you like mm. slid down it, it? slid oh. yeah so i got this giant slit i fell backward and i'm just like oh my god what the hell so i touched my head because i felt like you know it it, it felt weird so i touched <laughs> it i saw like some pink stuff I was like oh what the hell is that at least i'm not bleeding so then people started crowding around me like all oh, these other kids came up and they looked at me and they're like dude we gotta take him to the nurse office he's bleeding so i was like <laughs> I'm not bleeding, guys. I'm fine. It's chill. So then they had like the hall monitors. Kids came and they like they took me to the um the nurse office. And the nurse like laid me down in the bed and was like, "You're bleeding a lot." I was like, "Am I?" She was like, "Yeah." <laughs> Immediately following that sentence, she slapped a band aid on it like that was gonna <laughs> fix his anything. Slap a band aid right on it. it. Was like just just lay down for a bit. And I was like, "Okay, just go to sleep. It'll yeah. be alright." <laughs> and then and That's then what you're I supposed think to do. <laughs> and then I think either the vice principal 
before, like some other teacher came and saw me laying there, hella blood, and was just like, dude, we're going to send him home, man. We can't keep this kid here. So then they called my mom and dad to come in to get me. And my mom walked in and started like losing her shit. She was like, oh my God, that's a deep cut. You you lost so much blood or whatever. They took me home. Luckily, my house was like directly next to the school. So we, we were able to just walk home. Uh, They walked me home, put me in bed. I was laying in bed. And then my dad was looking at it. He was like, hey, you'll be fine. No heal on its own. But my mom was losing her shit. Like she's freaking out. And she was like, that's a really deep cut. We need to take him to like, the hospital and stuff and get it all like zipped up or whatnot and then she went out of the room she just let me lay there for a little bit and she caught the kid that stayed next door like it was this little girl that lived next door to us she caught her and was like hey like what happened to winston today did you see what happened like did he hit a rock pillar (laughs) or and then she randomly goes or did a flower pot fell on his head and this girl who knows nothing goes yeah a flower pot fell on his head and immediately my mom walked in my room and was like, you lied to me. It was a flower pot that fell on your head. I was like, who told you this? And she was like, the girl next door. And I was like, her dumb ass wasn't even there. Like, like she wasn't your even. Was the, your mom was that intimidating. Yeah. Oh, and my so, gosh. And so regardless, my mom was like, yeah, this isn't good. We got to take him to go get stitches. So they took me to the hospital and my mom paid the nurse a few extra bucks and was like, hey, man, make, make sure it looks good. So oh my gosh. she gave me eight stitches, came out real nice, had to wear a bandage on my head for like two months and a half, went to my uncle's wedding, still had a giant bandage on my head. That was hilarious. It was I looked like a freaking Naruto character. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, that, that was that was the most interesting uh, injury story I had as a kid. My goodness. Yeah. Brian, was you it take next? Childhood no, injuries. I've okay, got, I've got a couple I can share, but go ahead, you take next. Okay, all right. Yeah, I've, there's several that come to mind. I was playing over at my friend's house, and my parents were going to see a concert that night, and then I believe out of town. I was going to some sort of camp overnight, and then I was going to my grandmother's after that to spend the weekend. So I was right across the street. So that this is when you could actually open up your back door and yell, "Time to come home." So I was, we were playing in the backyard or something. I hear, you know, Brian come home or whatever. I come tearing around the corner. His sister's bike was left laying sideways on the sidewalk. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm going, you know, I'm going as fast as I can get home. And I trip over this bike. It was a boy's bike. It did not, it had the bar in the middle landed with my left arm directly on that crossbar. And it, and wow. it split, and it immediately split both bones. Oh and God! So, yeah, and so I pick up my arm, and there's like a U shape. In oh my arm. <laughs> Jesus! Where where I like broken it, and I look at my arm and freak out because you know your brain's like that's not right at all. Yeah, and yeah. so I I go te- tearing home even faster now. I show my parents my arm and they're like that's not good. Yeah. So like my dad makes me a sling out of a tie. Somehow oh, wow. I was able to fashion a sling out of a tire, remember? <laughs> and and so we take off to the emergency room or whatever. And I'm like sitting here in this tie sling. And then, yeah, they're like, yeah, you broke both bones in your arm. Then they probably shot my arm full of Novocaine. I'm not sure how much drugs <laughs> I was on, but I do distinctly recall them like holding up my arm and like pulling my hand and wrist and watching my arm kind of go whoop back into place oh man yeah. and then and then they and then they, and then they were tony's wiping his eyes then i had a cast on so that and and needless to say i fully upended my parents you know little weekend away i know they <laughs> were so upset yeah. yeah yeah 
that is like a story about kids in a nutshell of what <laughs> yeah, but, but you do it you deal with it right you know yeah, my kids just perfect, split Brian. his arm in two yeah this sorry perfect all right we got more broken bones trauma let me bridge <laughs> the the arm and stitches gap <laughs> stitches so, broken hey, bones now what similar story I spent a lot of time at my great-grandmother's house when I was very little, and I was probably, ooh, I'd say four around this time, and we were going out on her back porch to go sit and hang out for a bit, and her back door through her kitchen, the screen door didn't look like it was closed, just a little gap, so I'm, tiny kid brain goes, push on the door, make sure it's closed, <laughs> but also stupid little kid brain went, Push in the middle of the door where the glass pane is. Oh, (laughs) God. uh, My arm went through said glass pane. Yikes. Cut it pretty darn good. My grandma, my regular grandma, lived across the street. So we immediately went over there and was like, hey, this (laughs) we need help. (laughs) We both need help. What should we do? What does one do when four-year-old Tony slices (laughs) his arm to shreds? Yeah. Um. (laughs) Towels and washcloths were <laughs> gathered and applied uh, pressure, 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 pressure yeah, applied. Right, right. A quick trip to the hospital was made. The one thing that I do remember is getting to the emergency room and being sat down and a nurse going, what color thread do you want for your stitch? <laughs> and even at that, even at that point in time, I was like, I don't freaking care. Fix yeah, it. Right. I don't. I, blue, blue. That's fine. Whatever you got, whatever's in front, you know, like don't. What a dumb question. I'm aware there's a God damn it, Steve. Just fucking zip it up. Just stitch it together. We don't have to get the needle and thread and fix this. (laughs) So yeah, Uh. that's that's the one thing. So I've got I got a couple little and people Uh. used to go, people did used to ask me, like, did you try cutting your like did you try cutting your wrist? I'm like, nope, stupider than that. (laughs) uh, Hand hand through a door. But uh, it's a little kid, though. I mean, that makes sense. Like, you'd think, like, a storm window would be strong enough for you to push it out. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah how fragile I, was that window? Yeah. Like, realistically. I mean, it's an old lady in an older house. I'm assuming older doors. That way I assume- or were you an extremely strong kid? Yeah. yeah. Tony was Tony was a buffalo. Probably buffalo not. Buffalo ladded for. <laughs> Probably not. I was always a scrawny little kid. Uh, so, there was so no you, strength then, going on. You got, stri- you got stitches up your arm, huh? I got 13 stitches. I've got like a little L looking cut and a little a little straight one below that. But it's wow. like right in the middle of my wrist, right across my wrist. Yep. Oh, yes. man. The scars are scars, but it's really yeah. the story of how you got the scar is. Yeah. is <laughs> I, I had a scar story, but it wasn't as good as my broken arm one. So what was your scar I, story? I've got a scar on my forehead. Oh man! Kind of like you. It's more. It's more up towards the hairline. Yeah. Former. Well, let's let's be honest. Former hairline. Hairline. What hairline? <laughs> For, former hairline. Um. Context. Brian is bald. In right. case, yeah. You know, our fan don't know that. They have, they haven't seen you. Video podcast reference number seven. <laughs> um. Okay. It's it's always funny. How far do you go back in these stories to have them make sense? I don't even remember what year this was, but in maybe my, well, let's call it my tens, not quite a teenager, but maybe early around 10, 11 years old. Your tweens oh. year. That's what it's called. <laughs> right. right. Teens. Yeah. yeah. My uncle owned a camp uh, ground and we had a camper to campsite. It was great. We go camping all the time uh, down by the creek or crick, if you're oh, <laughs> so inclined. Absolutely um, crick for me. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Catching crawdads and, you know going along the shores looking doing whatever kids do and found uh an, an indian axe head and, okay. and yeah much yeah. more rare did you mean yeah. a native american axe head oh right yeah Shoot. yeah, yeah that's oh, right damn. indigenous person <laughs> axe head 
the details are fuzzy, but at one point, I'm not sure if my friend found it, tossed it down to me, or if he found something else tossed it down to me. At one point, there were large rocks being tossed from an upward position down to the downward position. I don't know if I missed the catch or whatever, but it got clocked in the head. Oh, God. Yeah, over in this part. Above the eyes, but still, you got a gash in your head that you need stitches for. And then How many stitches did you get, though? Don't even remember. Probably it wasn't it wasn't a super lot. I think it was like maybe 10, but still stitches to stitch my head shut. So here's here's the funniest part. It's like you look at that story now and you're like, what a bunch of idiots. Why would you throw rocks at each other? You know what I mean? Yeah. I was just thinking somebody's ancestors super proud that axe head still attacking (laughs) white men decades later. (laughs) Oh man, that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so here, total side pivot, but action figures. Mm-hmm. Winston, what did you? What were your first like action figures that you played with? Believe it or not, I did not have that many of them growing up. But I remember getting one as a kid, and it was a, a Mighty Morphin's Power Ranger action figure. But it wasn't the one where there's like multiple joints. It was a super simple one where mm-hmm. you have like the two arms that go up like this, right? Like Star Wars action up. figures. Yeah, and it was pretty big. It was it was about this big actually we're talking about 12 inches uh, yeah about no. yeah about 12 inch reference um, 796 of a visual podcast uh, it was about to 12- put in these footnotes um but yeah so it was about 12 inch that one's cool so they it, and on the back of it there's a little button if you click on it the chests have a red light that would shine out so that was that was my favorite toy growing up when so I that was, was about, your first action that figure was, that was it, a 12 I, inch might, mighty morphin power it Ranger? might be it might be the very first one or it might be when my parents traveled to the U.S. when I was a kid and they got me a Batman and Superman action figure that was definitely more than 12 inches. It was huge. It was a like giant um, figure. But yeah, it was it was either Batman and Superman or it was a Mighty Morphin Power Ranger. Which one was it, man? There's a big I, difference. I can't tell. I'm a, I was a child. I was like four <laughs> or five. I can't recall. Right. I gave you three options. Okay, those are good options. All right, Tony, first action figure. Uh, so oh, I got to go back. Winston, was, was the Power Ranger one one of the cool ones that, because I, I had a couple of those, had a little thing on the back of their belt that you'd hit and it would flip their head. Flip the head? Look, yes. Look like yes. they put their helmets on? Yeah. Oh, it's freaking great. cool. They it were was awesome. so cool. Yeah. It um, was dope. First action figures? Gotta be Star Wars. I would think so. We had so many. My, my brother would probably tell you that he lucked out come about 2001 he had some sort of little surgery done (laughs) because he had this surgery done at the same time that episode two of star wars came out we had almost every figure (laughs) he got a lot of little surgery gifts man we had close to the whole line of episode two action figures oh that's pretty cool it was it was awesome at the time that's That's, we had these we had these cool ones that uh Obi-Wan and Count Dooku, and you put them on these little things, and you push a button, and it would flip the action figure ah. onto a little metal disc, and they had magnets in their feet. Oh, wow. So it would flip them, and then they'd land on their feet. It was great. That's pretty cool. That's totally cool. Yeah. Obviously, mine is the yeah, Star Wars characters. I was always tagging along with my mom to you know various errands, and like, oh, we're going to go to another store. 
Azares, which I don't even know what type of store they were. That was late seventies, early eighties. For some reason, I if, if we went there, they tended to have Star Wars characters that you wouldn't find in the other general places that you would find Star Wars characters. You know, you'd find a slightly not obscure, and again, I don't I don't know how obscure they are by today's standards, but at the time, you're like, oh, you don't see this one. It was kind of you know one of the secondary characters, and I think that was what was always fun about early Star Wars is like, yeah, sure, I got the guy that like. Yeah, as secondary (laughs) character, you see him for a few minutes, but you know, I have I have Bosk, you know, like that's cool. Tony, you have Globe Shito. (laughs) Who's Globe Shito? What is that? It's a so this is an internet joke, which is a made up name for any background character. That's horrible. They could have been a little bit more clever than that. That's very late. Well, Globe Shito is a. Uh, first of all, awful name. Second of all, <laughs> it's horrible. a... I know. That's almost as dumb as Groot. They're on screen for two seconds. And yeah. in a month from now, they're going to have the most complicated backstory <laughs> yep. that you wouldn't even believe. Well, or well, or if it's referenced in any way whatsoever. They're like, yeah. oh my God, it's globe shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I, I revised my initial response to that because that is kind of funny. <laughs> now we go into the Star Wars podcast portion yeah. of the show. <laughs> Where there's a guy who's running through Cloud City, Bespin, run by Land- uh, everybody's favorite, Lando Calrissian. And there's a guy running through carrying, an, what is it, an ice-, ice cream maker, right, Tony? Yes, that is famous, Will Row Hood. <laughs> <laughs> and Background guess characters. what? Got his own action figure, man. Exactly. Oh, my God. How, okay, a, so him and his ice cream machine. When was that action figure released? 2009, Hasbro, Will Row Hood. Okay, so he didn't get his. He didn't. So he was in the second. It was that Empire, or was that Return Empire of the Jedi? Back. Okay, yep, so right. that Cloud was. Yep. All right. Yeah. Here's the craziest night. part, Brian. <laughs> He's also a Lego character in the Lego Star Wars game. You give <laughs> Lego. You have the Lego ice cream maker in his hand. <laughs> hey, you can buy. You can buy one of those ice cream maker safes at um at the Disney parks. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah. Your boy got one. Oh yeah. my god. I got if, one. If we don't get Disney as a sponsor of the show, I'll be very disappointed. I know that's a lofty goal, but you know, one can dream, right? If we do get Disney as a sponsor in the show, I'll be disappointed because they're listening to us. Yeah. Talk about club shit though. Yeah. We we gotta sponsor them. <laughs> they're like Steve, get on this. <laughs> this one's gotta so. be Bob. Bob, it's Bob, of course. Bob, Bob. Iger's listening. Yeah, Bob, to what us. are you doing? You got better things to do with your time. <laughs> no, uh, clearly Bob just showed up at the Apple, uh, you know, developers conference. Yeah. He's got time. Bob just shows up anywhere. Yeah. Every time you mention him, he just shows up. Bob, if you're listening, fix the Yeti. Everyone wants the Yeti fixed on Expedition Everest. Just go do that. Oh, hey. that Yeti. <laughs> that's that's so, my PSA. Sorry. So when you said Yeti, my mind immediately thought. Drinkware? You thought about the coolers, right? Yeah. Then I was like, wait, Yeti cooler? What's wrong with Yeti coolers? Because there was an issue with those and something with magnets. If they (laughs) ripped open, a child could swallow magnets as if we, you know, so they recalled some Yeti coolers. I'm not sure. Sorry, speaking of Yeti, I got a hijack it. Here's an interesting Winston lore. My my younger cousin, who's like my best friend and little sister, dated the son of the guy that founded Yeti way back in like high school it was like 2015 2016 this kid went to her high school and they were boyfriend and girlfriend for like she went to high school with anton yeti no 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 this anton Anton and the yeti 
the famous the famous Anton Yetis. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Michael Yeti. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> Cooler inventor and drinkware connoisseur. It was started by his grandpa, John Yeti, actually. <laughs> In the 1800s. John Yeti needed a way to get, keep his drinks cold. <laughs> yeah, you know, after a long day down at the mine, he had to find a way to... <laughs> Makes sense to me. <laughs> he so was a wait, pioneer so... <laughs> of this country, Brian. Have some pioneer, respect. <laughs> pioneer of chilled beverages everywhere. As I grab my beverage cup, which is indeed 100% produced by Anton Yebi. Yeti. 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 <laughs> so apparently uh, one of their cooler bags, like the, the flap on it had magnets to keep it closed. And they were recalled because they were too easily damaged and the magnets could be ingested. Oh, that's messed up. You you swallow magnets and they like seal your intestines your... together. Yeah, yeah. It's not a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. You think you become magneto if you have like magnets? Nay. <laughs> that's what the kids on the TikTok challenge are doing, but clearly that's not how it works. Yeah. Where were we going with that? We were going. I don't know. We were talking about figures. Oh, oh, you know <laughs> oh, what? No, no, no. We were Action talking about figures. Star Wars. We were talking about Star Wars right. stuff. Right. I will. I will say this. So when I was growing up, I was too young for the prequels. And I was too old for the sequels. And I never experienced <laughs> the original trilogy. So I never got into Star Wars at a good time ever. I, I mean, I tried to watch Star Wars before. I didn't try. I finished watching Star Wars. I caught up on all the movies. Okay. I don't um, need to ask you if you've seen A New Hope. Yeah, I know. I talked about okay. Star Wars. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, we've. there's a lot of movies we got to add to your list. I'm glad this is not. All I know about yes. Star Wars is they fight each other with glow sticks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are really a bunch of disgruntled ravers. That's yeah, what's going so, on. So, <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of a glow stick, when I was a kid, so maybe this would have been 2005 or 2006. So my older brother came back from the U.S. and he took me with him to go to the mall and stuff. And Which he, mall? Right. If I tell you a random mall name in Vietnam, can you tell oh, what it is? No, I'm yeah. sorry. I thought you, no, meant, no, I no. Thought you meant it here. I thought you. <laughs> no, 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 no. So sorry. he took gotcha. me to a mall in Vietnam. <laughs> he took me to a mall in Vietnam, and that was the first time I was able. I ever had a donut, which was great. I had a pink sprinkled donut, which is amazing. A la uh, Homer second, Simpson. Yeah. Right. Second thing, he bought me a lightsaber. And I've never watched Star Wars. I've never watched any of it. I've never seen the Clone War. I've never watched the original movie. I've never. I, I think the only idea I have about Star Wars is playing the Lego games as a kid. So I have an understanding of what the lightsaber is. But he got me a Obi-Wan Kenobi lightsaber. It was it was sort of like the one you can get now at Disney for like the poor people where they like just <laughs> flick it out and it comes out. You know, that's it's all like, we had back in the day. That's all yeah. that you could get. Oh, the poor people's yeah. lightsaber. Yeah. And so and so he got me one of those, but it wasn't the plastic. It was plastic, but it was one of those clear plastic one. So it wasn't like, you know, the nasty Walmart looking one where it's just like it's what color gone. did it light up? It was blue. blue. So that was blue. a cool thing. Okay. So, so it was a blue pipe. Flick it out. It comes out and you can click a button and there would be a light strip inside that would lights up and you oh. it would actually looks like a real lightsaber. So that was kind of cool. I later I, I, I kept that thing until I was 10 years old. I had That's this it? argument. Hold on. And I'll, I'll tell you why. I, I was 10 years old. I had an argument with a kid in my neighborhood. And he was like, dude, do you want to fight? I said, bet. Let's fight. Well, my lightsaber, I thought it was Obi-Wan Kenobi, right? So I flick it out. I thought it was cool. He had a freaking broom. 
So I went to swing at him <laughs> and he broke my lightsaber oh, in half. I was like, what the hell? I, <laughs> like, how were you making, uh, were you making the lightsaber sound effects? Oh, <laughs> and it shattered. So I was like, what the hell is this? Oh, and so man. I thought in my head, I thought it was a playful fight. This kid was super serious about the fight. <laughs> He's getting ready to beat your ass yeah. with a broomstick. Yeah. And he broke my freaking lightsaber. I was like, dude, what the shit? He was like, oh, I don't know. And so we didn't fight at all. I just <laughs> cried and went home with my broken lightsaber. What a jerk. Yeah, what a dick. Freaking Steve, man. This is why I hate him. <laughs> Steve in Vietnam. Story hey, of oh, Steve. Origin, origin story of Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Vietnamese Steve. <laughs> um, yeah. No, man, I got, listen, uh, I got, I got a box of said lightsabers oh the flick out sabers i got a collection of them through the years man oh man they're in my closet getting ready to be moved i'll show i can show you them later yeah that would be great that would be so tony's likes lightsaber expert yeah here's count cuckoo this is my qui-gon jinn one this is my green luke saber this is my blue luke saber listen i got i got them all man wow that's great so people who who love and know star wars are like totally into this and people that aren't are like give me a break man yeah they're like oh my god i've been talking about star wars for the last 40 minutes what's happening tony what year did empire strikes back come out 1980 see uh, that's why i love it he's got that on instant recall it's like Um, this (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's ready to go that was you know 1980 i was six years old so you bet i was playing with my star wars characters in the snow like you took it outside and everything heck yeah man that's cool that's what's hilarious having moved to the south is my relationship with weather this is a good question for you so what is the average temperature in vietnam in say june it'll be hot i think it's like in the 90s like and is it like humid yeah it was super humid it's like humid like here or more than here way more than way more than here it's i'm talking like sticky humid where you're like sweating constantly and your body just feels sticky and itchy and whatnot. This would be really funny if we could throw in some good in the morning Vietnam clips, but I'm not sure if they are A, safe or B, offensive at this point. It's hot. Damn hot. Real hot. Hot of this is my shorts. I can cook things in it. Little crash pot cooking. How, how would it be offensive? It's just, it just. Have you seen Williams. the movie? Yeah, I know a ton about. Well, I don't even know the name of it. <laughs> Everybody knows Robin Williams. She could probably do something in. Hey, I know a ton about Robin Williams. All I know about Robin Williams is he's saying good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> Wait, what's the movie called? It was it was uh, it was called remember. it was called Good Morning Vietnam. You know, when you, they base things on a true story, you got to wonder how how mm. much they based on it. But yeah. from what I remember, it was a based on the life of a DJ, an American Army DJ, mm. Adrian Cronauer, who obviously like a lot of Americans in Vietnam were sort of like, what are we doing here kind of yeah. mentality. But he was a DJ on the radio and tried to sort of. I guess make the best of the situation and you know made jokes. He had such a good gig though. Never go to war, you just sit there. Right, but you're still dealing. Yeah, that's true. But I I think if you're you know, if you watch the movie, you'll see that he's one hundred percent 
in this situation realizing like this is a bad situation mm. i don't think you know i don't think any war situation you know when you look at it from a human perspective is you know someone who's in war it's not a great situation yeah. he was trying to make the best of i guess the bad situation i the reason uh, i always mix up full metal jacket and, oh. and morning Ooh. vietnam like i i randomly keep mixing them up so <laughs> very when people different say, movies but yeah right. <laughs> so like it's like oh have you seen good morning vietnam and i was like oh that's a clip where they're like oh me love you long time right Right? Like that's <laughs> like that would be the very first thought I've have. Like, well, right. no, the second thought I have, the very first thought is good morning, Vietnam. Right. Um, right. OK. But so yeah. here's here's how you remember it. Good morning, Vietnam. Excellent performance by Robert Williams. Full Metal Jacket. The launch of two life crews career. Me so horny. Me love you long time. I mean, that's oh. like the, the oh, me so horny sample from that is great. I mean, that's it's yeah. great. And that was the time where like people are like, holy cow, people are starting to sample stuff. Should, yeah. Is that legal? And I mean, I, that that's can you like say that, that on the radio, too. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure what radio stations are playing. Oh, mm. me so horny at this point. But I mean, <laughs> I, I guarantee you that if I ever switched the station and that was playing, I would stop on it and laugh hilariously and crank it at, at the same oh, time. Yeah. As a kid, that and the Fat Boys. Oh gosh, we could do a whole episode on the Fat Boys <laughs> of how that would. That's a different subject, but Two Live Crew was like labeled as explicit, and it was yes. like, oh my goodness, this is you know, I'm not sure if we want our children listening to this. As someone from Vietnam, I want to hear your thoughts on Good Morning Vietnam. Well, I can't give you my thoughts. I've never seen it. I haven't seen it. <laughs> I don't think it's bad. Wow, that was quick. I don't... <laughs> and here to Winston with his thoughts. Uh, I don't got any. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Back to you, Steve, in the studio. <laughs> well, uh, uh, we're going to go to see. Yeah, my goodness. Uh, well, no, I was just going to say, I'm curious. When when Stanley Kubrick was doing Full Metal Jacket and the, the lady that was allegedly a Vietnamese prostitute, I wonder if that was a real Vietnamese lady, because like I've seen the clip a million <laughs> times at this point, but it doesn't hurt. Okay, accent... wait, 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 wait. In, so you haven't seen the movie, but what context have you seen this clip? You know, Internet humors and stuff, you know, millennials, they sure love their I love you a long time. You know, that's like I, that. I, I, but okay, I'm going to disappoint you real bad here. Let me just jump in. Papillon Sue. Yeah, that's the name. I, I looked it up. Yeah. 1961 in England. What? Wait, that's her name? Papillon Sue? Papillon Sue. She's a cockney. <laughs> she, I it's don't know where so her it's, it's Papillon. It's Papillon Susu. There's two of it. Uh, Not according to her IMDb, but. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Well, she was in she, James Bond, so that's kind of cool. Oh, so she's an actor. She's not an actual Vietnamese prostitute. Yeah. It's, but it's just like. I can see Tony writing the show notes. Vietnamese prostitution. That's that's going to be one of the hashtags. <laughs> it's huh? in the tags. Yo, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, where do we go wrong here? <laughs> um, Vin- yeah. Vincent's like, relatives are so disappointed. Here's the craziest <laughs> part. She doesn't even have her own Wikipedia. That's what I was looking for to see any more about her family. Yeah. Yeah. And um, there's one in Spanish. I want I to see one Spanish. trained at Juilliard performed. Oh, in- she is a English Chinese model and actress. 
Not even Vietnamese. Oh, that would not bad representation. Today. Absolutely, it yep. was the eighties. I mean, yep, they yeah. weren't. I, I knew something was fishy about her accent. <laughs> it wasn't Vietnamese at all. You, you didn't buy the performance, huh? Yeah, she was. Yeah. She was not indeed so horny. She. <laughs> <laughs> we we need to second. see more representation in Hollywood, guys. <laughs> hey, we need horny Vietnamese prostitutes as, as a callback to last episode. Um, uh-huh. the, the question that prompts the, the answer, though, is what can I get for $20? <laughs> <laughs> or was it $10? Wait Maybe. a second. Oh, my it's gosh. It's, yeah. told, oh. it's 20 whole dollars. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, would you love me long time for 20 whole dollars? Back back uh. in Vietnam War, maybe. Okay, Winston. So do most kids. Okay, two-part question. Uh-huh. Do most kids your age, and I'm going to want to call you a kid, even though you're in your 20s. Mm-hmm. A mature. Oh, I mean, I'm still a child. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When, when do you become an adult? 30? 25. That's when 25, your brain fully yeah. developed. Yeah. Okay. Fair argument. Mm-hmm. Do people know that song, first of all? What song? Me So Horny by the Two Live no. Crew. No. Out of Miami, Florida. Are you serious? Are you talking about kids my age? Yes. No. Does Not the a in- chance. Okay. But the internet collectively knows about Is Mm-mm. it too offensive to say today? This is this is question one point, like part A. I don't, is, the, is the sample offensive this, maybe is this, the question or is the statement i don't think so the accent is offensive but i don't know if like <laughs> it's, like it's, i don't like if if any of us was to make that accent and like just say that to anybody now i feel like that would be offensive right? well i can assure you tony and i would definitely not wait into those waters <laughs> but but um, the song itself no i don't think so i don't i i know i've haven't heard of it i didn't even know it was a sample second wait, of all yeah you're referencing me so horny you don't do you know that that's like is me think, so horny not from the movie? Yeah, I was gonna say, it I think we're just referencing the movie. I don't yeah. think he knows the song. I don't know, you the don't song. know the song. No. Oh my gosh! So, okay, so cue, cue the music playing right here, <laughs> which is really all the sample. I mean, that would yeah. that's it, that's before samples were paid for because mm-hmm. in today's today's terms, that actress who said that would be getting bank. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like that was still in the the gray area of like we are not sure. Wait a second. What you know, sampling was so new they didn't know how to you know, they didn't get clearance because they're like, we're just using a sample of it, a tiny bit of it. So okay, so two live crew was a a rap outfit out of Miami, Florida that came up with this album with that song, and their their whole thing was that was like nasty rock because they were you know, they were the really, really just kind of you know, I mean they're using a sample, yeah, Mm -hmm. raunchy. Yeah. Um, but of course, just like anything, parents say this is bad and kids are like, this is awesome. So so you're telling me that you do not know about two live crew. I do not. Wow. OK. Yeah. What year did they came out? Yeah, this is Be so horny came out in 1987. Well, that answered your question there. Yeah. But yeah. again, I thought because they were kind of they you know, they're not groundbreaking in the way that like run DMC did- was groundbreaking, but. They were I'll still... tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. You can ask anybody my age. Have they heard a Run DMC song? And they will tell you a big fat no. But know you know for... who Run DMC is. Yeah, they're the. I know a ton about Run DMC. They're the, the people. <laughs> Here that... we go. They're about... <laughs> they're the people that made Adidas superstar the the famous shoes that they are. Am I wrong? No, you're exactly. not wrong. But that's all I know about them. With what song? What song? What song was that? I don't know. I don't listen to Run DMC. It's called My Adidas. <laughs> uh, 
man. Oh, right? so I, but, so I mean, I, I'm looking at Tony. Tony probably is. Uh, he doesn't strike me as the biggest uh, Run, Run DMC, DMC fan. fan. Yeah, uh, 80s, 80s, early 90s rap. I, I dabble in. Um, <laughs> I, dabble I, I would in. say I this. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't listen to new rap or hip hop or anything. But that's if I listen to any, that's that's my era there. Um, you listen to Eminem? Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh... Um, but I, I would say probably the the biggest Run DMC song that I could think of is Walk This Way. Right. Especially when they. Let me uh, guess. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take a stab stuff. at this in my brain. 1986. Am I right? Were they wearing tracksuit and Adidas while they were making their walk? Yes. Uh, you are correct. 1986. Yes. Oh, I don't know why that makes me feel good. Is there a music does. video, Tony? There oh, is, and it is the uh, uh, the official music video is the one featuring Aerosmith, which is yeah, a so version wear, of the song I prefer. Are they wearing tracksuits and Adidas? Not Aerosmith, but Run DMC are. Yes. Were and, they like uh, sponsored? Was it? Would like? Were they ever? No. Sponsored? They just they just like to rock Adidas. They rocked Adidas, man. They were forging their own style. The tracksuits and the shoes, and then I'm not sure there is a story behind the the brand pairing, but uh, mm. yeah. Yeah, think they ever got a like you think they ever got like a sponsorship or money from like Adidas for it? I believe they did. I think Adidas referenced them in their ads. Mm, the but, original Kanye. Right. Except <laughs> a lot a whole lot less controversial. I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. Run DMCs are pioneers, you know. Now, unfortunately, Kanye will be an anti-Semitic. I mean, that's yeah. that's there's it's all about legacy. But when asking about cultural impact, who do you know more of? Run DMC or Kanye? So Kanye introduced a, a pair of like, Aerosmith is my answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stick with Aerosmith. Yeah, I'm trying to he, think of an Aerosmith song that I, I know. You're kidding me. I know one song. Okay, which you're, one? No, you don't. You know. I do. I do know one song. It's the song from Armageddon. I don't want to close my. Okay. I don't know. Like, I don't know the title, but I know. Don't want to miss a thing. Don't, don't want to miss yeah. a thing. I know. I know an Aerosmith song. Okay. Yeah. The interesting thing about the whole Run DMC thing is like that kind of Aerosmith was in a slump. It's hard to remember that, but kind of Aerosmith was like rolling to sort of irrelevance by 1986. And obviously rap was coming up at that time and becoming a big, big thing. And so I guess it's Rick Rubin who decided to pair them together and like Run of Run DMC would tell the story is like, yeah, we would, you know, use the Aerosmith track because the intro to that song had the breakbeat. You know, so they would just do that, you know, the intro to the song. And then like, you know, Jam Master J had two copies of whatever Aerosmith album that was. And then would just keep, you know, spinning the break and they would rap over that. And so I'm not sure how that information got to someone. And then, you know, somebody brilliant was like, well, let's record it with both of them. And that was like the crossover that rap needed, which really kind of broke it into, you know, like Walk This Way was everywhere in 1986. I mean, everywhere you turn on the radio, you would hear it. Um, Winston, yeah. your your next assignment is to listen to Big Ones by, by Aerosmith. Aerosmith. It's, a just, it's a compilation it, album, but it's just you're going to listen to this album and you go, I know, I know that's at least half of these. Or I, would, like I know a ton about Aerosmith. <laughs> Dude looks like a lady loving an elevator. Janie's got a gun. Dudes that look like a lady. That's Dude. the name of the song. The that name of the song is today. The name no, of the Tony, song you're is gonna get us canceled. Yeah. <laughs> it's Aerosmith. They did this. Oh, uh, this is man. quotes. The name of the song is Dude in looks, parentheses. Looks uh, like a lady. Uh, oh, which was was ironic for the band because oh, you know, they all a bunch like of long haired yeah. dudes in the seventies yeah. and eighties. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, I, I would argue that he's better suited to listen to Raising Hell by Run DMC, which also contains that it contains their track. But well, there you go. Yeah. What so would technically though, if you think about it, right? Long hair dudes. They made a song called "Dude That Looked Like a Lady." It almost sounds like they're more of an ally than anything. No, listen to the <laughs> listen oh, to the song and you All right. it. It's just it's just them yelling slurs for like three minutes no, straight. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're gonna we're gonna put that we're gonna put that high atop Winston's listen list. Uh, and we'll, we'll I'm just looking at the track list of this album: Angel, Crazy, Janie's Got a Gun, Ragdoll. Like it's just. It's an album of bangers. Like I know, every I know, single one I know every one of those songs. But I'm looking at Winston, and he says, "I know I zero of those songs." <laughs> Take a listen to this album. Take a listen to the songs. It's. I'm not even that big of an Aerosmith fan. Yeah. These are all great songs. They're all good songs. Am I required to listen to all Aerosmith song before I ride the ride at Disney? Or no? It would It'll help make it more enjoyable. It, it would yeah. give you a picture of the band, but I need, uh, I need to know. I need to know the Aerosmith lore before I can ride the ride. I can assure you on the greatest hits album. Tony just suggested there are no collabs with BTS. I'm sorry. There is not. No. <laughs> How will I ever be, listen to it? That might be interesting. Uh, Aerosmith I, would, BTS I might listen collab. to a BTS Aerosmith collab. Yeah. Somebody is doing using their AI right now to, yeah. to make that happen. That's, that's no, like insane. It's all fun and game until Aerosmith try to speak Korean. But this is their last tour. They're going on their Peace Out tour. Oh, Again, really? I'm not sure how many of our demographic, especially our new friends in Uzbekistan, or I continue uh, shout, friends in Shout Uzbekistan. out to them, right? <laughs> Uzbekistan are, I would bet the folks in Uzbekistan are Aerosmith fans. So breaking news, if you haven't heard it there, that this is Aerosmith's last tour. They're going on the Peace Out tour. And are they they're doing, done. Are, do, are they doing a show at Uzbekistan? They, they might if there's increased <laughs> demand from now. The podcast has now broke that news to them. But yeah, they this is the, they are apparently closing it up. They're doing one more, you know, farewell tour, but and then they're done. You would think they did this like 20 years ago. They were like nine lives, like they were down and then they'd have a hit and suddenly people like Aerosmith was relevant again. No, like, saw- guys, this is the actual final tour. Just kidding. <laughs> we all we all look worse than the Rolling Stones. We should probably. I was just up. gonna me- mention them because they remind me. They're just like, man, these guys are so old. I don't know how they're still living, let alone mm-hmm. performing. Sometimes. They're sitting in wheelchair with a freaking like with the oh. ivy like just sticked into their arm. I mean, good have... for them. They're still going, but <laughs> geez, oh man, they're in the backstage. Just okay, Rolling Stones, IV. Winston. Yeah, Rolling Stone. What do I don't we got? Know what do you single, know? I don't know a single Rolling Stone. You can't song. recall one? Okay, tell me a member of the band. Ozzy Osbourne? <laughs> <laughs> is he not in the Rolling Stone? No, not at all. What is he in? Black Sabbath. Oh, I know Black um, Sabbath. They did... Um, I know a lot about Black Sabbath. <laughs> they did Iron Man, right? Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, okay. see? Osby yeah, Osborne, okay. you... Black Sabbath, Iron Man. Good. Okay, uh, Rolling Stones. You don't Stones. know any Stone songs. Come on, there's a million of them. Give me a hint. Give me a hint to one of their biggest songs. Satisfaction. I can't get no. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. I can't get no. 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 You know what's so funny? What's if their I... logo look like? It's a tongue, right? It's yeah, is it the tongue? No. Okay. You know what would have been a, a lot funnier is if I had bought the Rolling Stone Lego set with the tongue out 
and have it in the background as you ask me these questions. Oh, I have no man. idea who they are. Yeah. 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 Oh, I just thought it was a cool logo, guys. Uh, I mean, I, I get it. A lot of people are like that, but yeah, it's just now I'm not I'm not gatekeeping. I mean, we right. talk a lot about gatekeeping. So hold me, on, hold on, hold me, on. So you're telling me Rolling Stone isn't a magazine? It is also not affiliated. Are you familiar, Winston? Because we're going to work backwards here. Are you uh-huh. familiar with the song Moves Like Jagger? Yes. Do you know oh, Mick Jagger, Jagger isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, Mick Jagger. There we yeah. go. The mar- okay. Yeah, this yeah is like from that playing- Adam Levine song. Right. We're playing Six Degrees of Maroon 5 now. That's Yes, uh- we, are, we are referencing the obscure band Rolling Stones. By as in the five. Adam Levine song, dude. Correct. I can't believe I can't believe they made the guy from the Adam Levine song into a real thing. That's kind of insane. Right. right. <laughs> oh, oh man. I don't um, even know. I don't even know where to start. I don't know if the I, movies are more important or the music. I feel that the music is more important. I've, there's a movie. No. Oh, no. I thought I thought you meant there's a Rolling Stone movie. I'm like, first they're a magazine, now they're a band, well, and there's the, a movie. No, there there are plenty of movies that feature the Rolling Stones, but we're not even about to get into that because there's but, yeah. Yeah, I'll say this. Gonna... I'll say this. I'll say this before you do it. If we're talking about old rock, I know Motley Crue, I know okay. Led 80s. Zeppelin, I know okay. um Journey. I do know Journey. Thank you. Yeah, Thank yeah you. I do know Journey. Uh I know ACDC. I know right. that's a that's about it, actually. Okay. Well now now you add Rolling Stones to that list. Who did Sweet Chow of Mine? Guns and Roses. Gun and Roses. I do know Gun and Roses. Yeah. Uh, Guns yeah. and Roses. Yep. Yeah. That's five. That's five bad. I'm, I'm <laughs> solid. I got all of them. Man, you're good. as bad as all you're as bad as the hotel receptionist that I had a couple weeks ago. They're like, are you in town for the concert? And I went, I don't know who's who's in town. She goes, ah, some band called the Foreigners. <laughs> I went, you mean the famous band Foreigner? Or oh, I guess so. racist. Is <laughs> Foreigner the people that did the... um? Jukebox uh, hero? No, 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 no. They have the other song. I might be Urgent. mixing it up. <laughs> Who did that song where it was like uh every step you take? Is that not a foreigner? Nope. That, that was, was the police. police. Oh, oh, we are so far. All right. Ooh. All right. We're gonna going to end it right here. This, We're right this, now. Yes. Uh, please, please. If you've got an album you want Winston to listen to, so he has <laughs> yes. any music knowledge from the past, not 20 years, let us know. <laughs> we got an email address. Send us an email with your music and movie suggestions for Winston. You can email us at podcastxyz, that's X-W-H-Y-Z, at gmail.com. Give us a like, give us a rating, leave us a comment wherever you're listening to. Those are great. Please tell a friend. Tell your friends. Tell your friends about this podcast and... Tell your children's um, actually, since you know our demographic is a lot older. We don't know who our demographic is, that but is thank true. God Uzbekistan's tuning in. And the UAE, shout out to them. We got we got international folks. Surely you have friends. Tell one of them. <laughs> you can also visit us. We got our Instagram page. We got our friend Dewan posting some great little highlight clips over there. You check those out. Oh, our TikTok's um, coming soon too. TikTok yeah. coming soon. Coming soon. Everything's at podcast XYZ. And you can always go to our website, podcastxyz.podbean.com. We got some extra pages coming on there. All the Ys are all WHYs, right? WHY. All the Ys. Everywhere. Yes. <laughs> Why? Why? Coming soon, you may be able to uh, put a voice with a name and a face 
that is pending. Um, yeah. We also have <laughs> we also have Winston's watch and listen list, which has now exponentially grown yeah, this episode. By so you can look forward songs. to that. It went from a watch list to a watch and listen list. So yeah, yeah. It, I'm surprised you guys haven't added video games on there yet. We're getting there. It's like ET <laughs> pitfall. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening, and we will see you all in two weeks. See you later, everybody. Yeah.